Today in Canadian History for April the 29th, I'm Joe Barima. On this day back in 1903, most of the residents of the town of Frank, Alberta were sleeping quietly in their beds. Nestled on the eastern slope of Turtle Mountain, the fresh April air in Frank was peaceful until, at roughly 4 a.m., over 70 million tons of rock came crashing down the side of the mountain. Monica Field is the area manager for the Frank Slide Interpretive Centre. If you go back in time and imagine that you're living in, oh, it wouldn't really be a sleepy little village because the, the, the coal mine in Frank was the first one in the past and the town was growing quickly. So it'd be fairly bustling, but still not exactly New York City. And you've got a big mountain behind you that seems absolutely solid, no problems. And then in the early morning, that part of that mountain comes down and buries uh, quite a bit of your town. People heard it and uh, had an impression of rocks moving past them in the darkness. It it was very, very loud. Uh, But let's say you could see it. You would see the top of the mountain start to break apart, and fairly quickly the whole mass would become fluidized. So it, it might even look like a river of rock and it would be moving at 120 kilometers an hour towards you across the valley, and it would end up going from the top of the mountain three kilometers to the other side. Of the 600 or so residents of Frank, 100 town members were in the path of the rock slide. An estimated 70 of those residents died on this day back in 1903. The main cause of the slide was most likely the mountain's unstable structure. The coal mining and severe weather conditions in the area may have also contributed to the disaster. Individual stories of survival quickly emerged from the slide. The most interesting stories come from a row of miners' cottages that was just on the southeast edge of Frank. And it was hit by the slide, and people had varying degrees of success in coming out of this depending on how deeply their houses were buried. And in that row of cottages, some people, their houses were buried completely, and that was the end of them. But others, the rock hit the house, moved it, um, smashed it, but the people survived. And I think one of the most interesting uh, families in that row of cottages was the Ennis family, because their house was just smashed to pieces. But they all survived, Mr. and Mrs. Ennis, and, and they had two girls and two boys. And their youngest girl, Gladys, who was 15 months, just about died because there was a lot of mud with the slide. It it went through the river in one area near the coal mine and picked up a lot of sediment and threw that at this part of town. And so little Gladys was choking on mud and turning blue. But her parents managed to get the mud out of her mouth and she was okay and lived to a ripe old age. It it will happen again, we just don't know the timing. And because it will happen again, we've got over 80 sensors on the mountain in overlapping networks, and they're trying to take the mountain's pulse because nothing that big moves suddenly unless there's an earthquake. Uh, We should see an acceleration of movement that would lead to failure. In other words, there would be some warning and we're, we're going to be able to pick that up this time. Now, interestingly, the men in the mine noticed strange movements about seven months before the slide, and we think that we can detect that kind of action within the mountain, and, and this time we would be able to evacuate people so that nobody would die. 
Today is a day full of Canadian history. Prominent geographer Andrew Hill Clark was born on this day in Fairford, Manitoba back in 1911. And Quebec law was changed on this day back in 1941 to admit women to the bar. However, women had to wait until 1956 before they were given the right to become notaries in the province. And as always, on this day we aired this episode of Today in Canadian History. Today in Canadian History is produced by CJSW 90.9 FM in Calgary. The executive producers are Joe Burima and Mark Affeld. Original music is provided by the Fisk, Fletcher and May Trio. This series is not meant to be a definitive source on our past. Instead, we hope that it sparks a desire to learn more about our unique history. For more information on the series, or to recommend an event or moment, check out our website at cjsw.com slash History. This is a special week for us because on Friday, it's April 29th, which is the 108th anniversary of the Frank Slide. Of course, that'll be a bit eclipsed by the royal wedding, but <laughs> I wonder if the royal couple knows what a, what a date they picked for their wedding. You know what? Someone should send them an email. We thought of it, and then we thought they, they might not like to know that. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully only one uh, anniversary for one disaster. Yeah, so it's just not that good if you're at all superstitious to get married on, on the anniversary of the Frank slide. It's just one of those down notes that we didn't think they'd need just at this moment. Mm-hmm.